Wonderful good morning, SF Live breaking news special. In a few short seconds, I'll be joined by Jeff Pontius. He's the president and CEO of Corvus Gold. And we're going to discuss the massive drills they put out this morning from the Linda Strip discovery in Nevada. But before we discuss those, follow us here on YouTube, follow us on Twitter. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Really important to us to also hear what you have to say. What do you think of the discovery they made? What do you think of Nevada? What do you think of gold mining? Leave a comment. What do you think of our format? We want to hear from you. And now let me switch over to Mr. Jeff Pontius. Jeff, wonderful. Good morning. It's great to have you back on. I saw you yesterday at SF Online, but now we got a pretty much a new discovery to talk about and some massive drill holes. Um, run us through the key highlights there. Well, I think it's really important here for us to understand what Linda Strip is. It's a strip of ground that we control. It's a new discovery that uh, Corvus has come up with. Coors drilling this to the south and Anglo's drilling it to the north. It's a very large zone of oxide gold mineralization. It looks heap leachable. The initial uh, metallurgical data looks really good. Uh, good mining configuration. This is a massive ore deposit. The, the announcement today is 204 meters of 1.36 uh, 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 grams per ton. This is a, a great zone of mineralization. It'll be a very low cost project. And uh, this is the initial phase of what it looks like when you find something like this. And uh, it's really interesting to us because it's a round mountain type example. That means a very large open pit deposit. It's got huge benches in it. It makes for very efficient mining. And with heap leaching, it's a low cost way to extract the gold. And Corvus has got this key land package right in the middle of this new discovery. So we have a lot drilling to do here. We've got another 20 holes in this phase, uh, just evaluating about a kilometer width of the system. And uh, we'll We'll uh, see about uh, how much bigger it gets. We're going to be drilling some stuff to the west, and uh, that looks really encouraging for us. So uh, it's a it's a great great result today. So we're pretty it's happy. It's a fantastic result, and you you actually cut through three zones in the Linda Strip, and you also like the intervals included ten point five meters of nine point nine grams. So that's the the magical ten yeah. by ten, right? That's what everybody looks for. Thirty seven point three meters at five point three seven grams. Those are astronomical grades for Nevada. Right. Yeah, it's a part of the vein system that we have here, and it's within this large, low-grade system, very similar to Round Mountain, which has these big, wonderful, low-grade uh, uh, mining targets in there with some very high-grade veins in it. Uh, makes for a great deposit. Round Mountain remembers 20 million ounces, and it's uh, producing about 400,000 ounces a year still today, about 30 years after its development. Uh, for Kenross. So it's a great deposit. Yeah, and uh, can I ask you a technical question? You, the, the, the massive sure. drill hole was called ML20-171CT. What does the CT stand for? Yeah. Uh, core tail, which means we drill a pre-collar until we get right in uh, on top of the ore zone, and then we drill the ore zone out with core, large diameter core. Uh, gives us a better representation, and we can figure out geologically what the deposit's doing. Okay. Thank you for clarifying, because I noticed a couple had the CT behind it and a couple didn't, so that's what I was... Yeah, the, the, those ones with CT are, are core holes, okay. basically. Gotcha. And um, so the next question I have now, like, yes, you said you have a, a fairly thin strip, the Linda strip, obviously. 
of, of discovery and you got the two partners anglo golden core so my, my 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 brain immediately went to like why do you continue drilling what do you need to prove now that you've had that discovery right yeah well we're characterizing what this deposit is uh it's going to be big we want to know the grade relationships we want to know how many ounces are on corvus's ground and how many ounces are impacted by Corvus's ownership for any kind of future mine configuration that would happen either with core to the south or Anglo Gold to the north. And it really gives us a value of what Linda Strip is, which is more than just the value of our current land package. Yeah, gotcha. Now, you, you mentioned you want to determine the initial mineral estimate or resource estimate there as well. Like, what's the spacing you will actually need for that? And how many more holds do you have to put in there? Yeah, we, we typically for this style of deposit need 50 meter centers. And when we are on uh, looking at these high grade veins, as you said, 30 plus meters of five grams, we want to be on 30 meter centers. So that's really dictating what's happening with the drilling. We have a large area to evaluate. It looks like the system is over a kilometer in width. And uh, we're looking at drilling that had been result, uh, re released from core drilling to the south. This thing extends at least uh, about a half a kilometer to the south. So you're talking about something in the two, 300 million ton range overall for the entire deposit. We're going to put those resources out on mother load probably around September. We should have all the data now, uh, analysis on the data, the metallurgy done, and uh, be able to pull the pull the pits to see what's economic in that deposit. Fantastic. And now, you, where are you putting the current holes? Where are they being drilled? Like you're testing some of the extensions to the east and west, I right? Is that right? Right. And, and we're still in the ore body. We're still running into great vein systems, uh, new ones that we're hitting in some of the drill holes that we don't have results for. Uh, so we're still we're still going east and west. So we don't know how big it is yet. So it's so far, it's pretty uh, big. I love it. I love hearing that. That's fantastic. Um, I think we covered everything on Linda Strip at this point. Uh, maybe we can just talk yeah. about when you next uh, expect the next results. It's been fairly steady. You just put something out on Tuesday and then again today on Thursday, but we, we can't expect that from you moving forward. Is that correct? <laughs> right. Well, we, we put out results about every month. So you can look for that as our, our results coming out every month. And typically we update people on the CIZ zone or the uh, mother load area. Uh, which was our first release we did on Tuesday. And then this one, we put out a separate release talking about uh, Linda Strip. And that'll be the pattern you see for the next few months. So as we get the, all this drilling that's currently in the pipeline done and the results okay, back. Great. Well, while I have you, let's talk about the results from from Tuesday as well, from the CIZ. They were, they were yep. quite good as well, but we didn't get to do a breaking news yep. special. Let's talk about it real quick and run us through the results. From yeah, it, it's important for us, those results, because we are defining a new, what we would call a feeder zone or area of high-grade mineralization within the mother load deposit. Most of this is down in what we call our CIZ zone, which is below a geologic contact, dominantly oxide material down there, quite good grade, really going to be a driver in driving the mother load resources up. Uh, we should be done with this next round of resource uh, drilling at mother load uh, probably by June. And we'll get those results in, we'll model them up, and we'll put out an updated resource for Motherload in September as well. 
and uh, and we're expecting a pretty good expansion of the mother load deposit based on all of the drilling that you've seen since uh, really July of last yeah. year. Okay, fantastic. And any more drill holes coming out of that zone as well? I'm assuming they're you're drilling there as well. Yeah, we're we're constantly drilling that area. So you know, every month you can look for an update in that area as well. And uh, we'll be looking to expand not only the northern feeder zone but the central feeder zone, and then a new one we're working on to the south called the southern feeder zone. So there's three initial on higher grade zones of mineralization within that deposit. Great. And while I have you, I still have, I have to ask you that as well. It's pretty of a breaking news summary actually today, because you, you put out a press release on Friday that you announced an uh, at the market financing, an ATM. Yep. Uh, can you run us through the details there? And why did you decide on an ATM, maybe instead of a bought deal or just a non-brokered financing? Yeah. Uh, first thing, ATMs are much cheaper. Uh, much simpler to do. We're a U.S. listed company on a senior exchange in the U.S., the NASDAQ. That allows us to do what's called an S3 filing with the SEC, and that allows us to issue free trading paper uh, through this vehicle called an ATM or at-the-market financing. And so that uh, basically put out there uh, $12.5 million U.S. of Corvus uh, capital stock that we'll sell over the next 12 months. And uh, we get to pick the time we sell it for, the price we sell it for, and it enables the company to really uh, do a much cheaper and less dilutive financing than our standard sort of Canadian bank bought deals, which are expensive to do. You have to pay the bank a fee, you have to pay the legal review fees, you have to discount the shares, and, uh, and sometimes they don't end up in the best hands. So this is a, a good way to finance the company going forward at the uh, least dilutive and least costly way to do Great. it. And for example, I think you could even facilitate block trades or block investments to investors that you more or less exactly. choose, right? Exactly. So. Okay. And sometimes we get, uh, you know, people reaching out to us and, and they're interested in, in buying a block of stock, a free trading stock. And this is a great vehicle for them just to go into the market and be able to do okay. that. Now, now one last follow-up question. Of course, you have Anglo Gold as a big shareholder. Will they be buying in, yep. in the market? Like, what's their, what's that feeling there? Like, what does it look like for them? Well, I don't know. I know from my experience of working with Anglo, it's it's pretty difficult for them to actually go in and and uh, and uh, buy stock on a regular basis, like say maybe an Agnico or somebody with more skill and uh, and has done it a lot more. So typically, what Anglo wants to do when they invest in us, they want to do uh, private placement deals where there's a, a known price, a, n a fixed amount that's due, and 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 it makes it easier for them to do it uh, from uh, a bureaucratic uh, perspective within the company. So, uh, you know, I don't know, but certainly there are other of our large shareholders that find this a great vehicle to add to their position uh, where they're, you know, they know they can get a fairly good chunk of stock. Yeah, so, so what I'm hearing is like, oh, Anglo might be actually reducing their percentage in the company based on that smaller financing, $12 million. It's not that massive, right? But the percentage might go down overall. Yeah. But what you've done in the past, it, it might. what you've done in the past actually facilitates separate financings just for Anglo. I remember you've done a $2 million financing right. like a year and a half or so ago just for them. And right. that's exactly that example you mentioned. That's how they like to come in. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that that's, a possibility uh, that we'll difficult. see that again? 
I don't uh, know, we'll just... see. I mean, uh, certainly we're taking the company forward with a, a different sort of uh, approach maybe than, uh, than, than they may want to do. I mean, we're going to put the North Bullfrog project into production and Corvus is going to be a producer. Uh, so Corvus is going to be a competitor. Okay. So uh, we'll see how, how that works in the future. Uh, certainly Anglo is a great shareholder. They've been really good to work with, and uh, and they have a vested interest in the district. We'll just have to see how that evolves over no, time. Fantastic. Really, really appreciate it, Jeff. And uh, this was more comprehensive than we had originally planned. But uh, since I had you, I had to ask all these questions. So I really appreciate it. Sure. Uh, thanks for yeah. joining us. Congrats again on the results. They were fantastic this morning. I yep. uh, hope the market, I haven't even looked at the open yet. So I have to admit, I was getting ready here for our conversation. I hope the market is appreciating them. And uh, we'll talk again very soon, Jeff, and uh, all the best. All right, great. Thanks, Kai. It's wonderful talking Everybody to you. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. This was an SF Live breaking news special. Make sure to follow us on YouTube, follow us on t uh, Twitter, hit that subscribe and like button, hit that little bell icon, click on the notifications. That way you get notified when we go live with another update. We do all our conversations live. It is important to us and I hope you get something out of it. Thank you so much. We'll be back soon.